Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I'm a confidence coach that empowers women to love themselves by breaking down body image issues so that they can lose the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. All right, you guys. I am excited about today's episode, but I am also a little nervous, I'm going to be honest with you, because I am getting ready to share something publicly with you, and I actually feel 110% ready to do the thing that I'm going to talk about, but it's also like a little weird, I guess, sometimes to share some of this stuff and, you know, whatever. I've built my brand on being vulnerable, so why stop now? (laughs) Um, And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to, to share the things that I go through in order to help you get through the things that you're going through. So, all right. Um, You know, for most of you know that I blog and podcast and I coach other women to lose emotional weight, to help them deal with their body image issues, to boost their confidence, and all of those things that come with being what I call the quote-unquote fat girl and being overweight. Because being overweight and being in the identity of the fat girl is a unique experience. And I know I have listeners who have never actually been the fat girl, but you have body image issues. And I think body image issues are an epidemic. I think no matter what we look like or how much we weigh, we have those issues. But when you have actually, or you are right now, overweight, and and I don't mean 10 pounds. I'm not talking even really 20 pounds. I'm talking to my girls are like 50 plus. And when you have been in those, when you have been in the shoes of, of that woman, are you still wearing those heels right now? Um, it's a very different experience because, yes, a lot of body image issues come along with it, a lack of confidence, a lack of self-love, but there's so many other things, <laughs> great word, right? So many other things that come along with that experience when you struggle with food and in addition struggle with your body and and struggle into fitting into a society that says that if you're fat and overweight you're a worthless human being that's the message that's been put out there right by society that's it whether and it may not be out there in bright lights but it's out there in these subliminal messages and that's a topic for another day but what i'm trying to say is when you've grown or you've been the fat girl all of your life, or some of your life, or most of your life, it's a unique experience. And that's a lot about, a lot of what I talk about. I talk about the issues as it relates to being overweight, and having the identity of the fat girl. And I talk about that because it's what I know. It's my story, it's my journey, it's my life. And, you know, for so many years, I thought that all these weird thoughts and feelings I had, I was in this by myself. And it wasn't until I started blogging that I realized, holy shit, there's all these other women out here going through the same things, but everyone has so much shame around the topic and the issue that no one's talking about it. Now, I know that has changed because now everybody, you know, has a, can have a platform and all this kind of stuff. But 
I'm sharing all of that with you because I went on my first official diet. I was 12 years old. I've been overweight since I was like early elementary school. That's like, it's actually like as far back as I can remember. I've always been a little bit chubby. And, you know, from that first diet, I went on a lifetime of yo-yo dieting, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. And I was always on a mission chasing the next diet because I had it convinced in my mind, and this comes from the messages and the things that are put out here, that the only way I can be worthy, be lovable, be happy, be beautiful, all the things, is if I have the perfect body. And I that that's like the thread of everything I talk about here. And, and the main things that I talk about are around losing that emotional weight that we carry with us. Because in my journey, I have discovered that, you know, all the diets in the world, all the good nutrition in the world, all the best workouts in the world, none of that shit's going to matter if you don't address the fat girl mindset and lose the emotional weight. Because the diets, they're not going to address those things. And do you know why? Because they know that when you actually start to address those things, guess what? The weight's going to come off. And then guess what? They're not going to make money. (laughs) So my biggest, and this is not the epiphany for today, but I'm getting there. I have done a ton of work on myself over the past few years. And in this journey, I decided, let's put the diet to the side, right? Like, not going to gimmick diet. We're not going to yo-yo diet anymore. There's no more starting over on Monday. This is just your life. And you have to learn how to live this life, how to create the irresistible life that you have always wanted. Because, boo, no one's going to do that for you. So if you want a certain type of lifestyle, you have to go create it. And that's what I did. And in my journey, I realized enough is enough with the starting over on Monday and the gaining and the losing because it'll make you go crazy. And I realized I got to get to the root cause of what the hell is going on. What is triggering me? Why am I using food as a drug to deal with life? And why is it I can't stick to any diet plan? And through that journey is where I discovered that missing piece. Well, girl, you're not addressing the emotional weight. You're not working on you. You're not working on your mindset. You're not working on the bullshit stories that you've been believing since you were a little kid. And when I finally started to do that work, that's when I realized, wow, the, the, the up and down with the weight, guess what? It's, it's, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> um, and so that was such a big moment for me, and that is exactly where the program and the process that I use to coach other women came from, and I call that the Irresistible You framework. That is where all of that came from, and that framework directly addresses losing the emotional weight, boosting your confidence, dropping the body image stuff so that you can live the life you've always craved, no matter what size or weight you are at this point on your journey. And my philosophy is that weight loss is part of the journey. (laughs) And I don't directly teach this is how you lose weight. But what I'm teaching you is the fact that if you work on these other things and get that stuff right, the weight loss part will become a lot easier. I'm not going to say easy because it's never easy. So... 
let me get to the epiphany part. <laughs> so uh, last week I was having a moment and I am in, um, I have a business coach and I'm in a small group um, business mastermind. And I was just, I was kind of like in my feelings a little too much last week. And I was really overthinking things and taking some things a little too personally. And as such, you know, I knew, I kind of knew what my problem was, but I was like, let me just put this on the table because I need to be coached. So, you know, so my coach, I love her to death. I respect her. She is an incredible woman and someone that I greatly admire and look up to and have a lot of respect for. And what I do love about her, especially last week, she called me out on my shit big time. And I mean, this was like a big crying, like ugly cry mess. Like I was a hot mess. But that is exactly what I needed in that moment. And, you know, I won't get into all of the details, but basically, you know, it. we were talking about how, you know, I was talking about some things in my business and, you know, um, she basically said, you're not showing up. I'm like, what do you mean I'm not showing up? I'm podcasting, I'm blogging, I'm um, Facebook living in the group, on the page, I'm Instagram storying, I'm Twittering, I'm pinning, I'm, I'm doing more work than I have ever had to do in the past because nowadays, you know, there's 5 million ways you have to get content out to your people and I'm doing more content creation, more networking, more actual work and the hard stuff that I have probably ever done in my entire life. And so at first I was kind of like offended, like I'm not showing up, like girl, I'm everywhere right now. But that's when the tears started coming for me because I also, I knew exactly what she meant. And then she went on to tell me, she's like, you know, you're teaching body image and confidence and you're not showing up the way that I know you can. And I agreed with her. Like, I totally, totally agree. Um, and a lot of it is, you know, I have been in this mode of just work, 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 building the business, building the content, building the brand, you know, and I haven't been taking as much time for myself. Like, and so like the framework that I teach you guys, I'm not taking my own medicine as much as I should be. You know, and I know that when you're not being consistent with the framework and with the steps, everything is out of alignment. And that's what was happening for me. So I needed this moment and it made me realize, mm, okay, yeah, I don't think I am showing up the way I, the way that I want to. And a lot of it is like, I just don't feel good lately. Like I'm not doing the things that I know I need for me to feed my soul and to feel really good. So the piece that really like hit me was this. She said to me, I have to say, you are, if you're, you're like probably the most, if not one, you probably the most vulnerable client that we have. You're always willing to put your stuff on the table and, you know, face the music and, and deal with what you need to deal with. And also you are like the most self-aware client we've ever had. Like you are so self-aware. I've never seen anyone that's, you know, like this. And that to me was actually a really big compliment, especially who this was coming from, because the journey that I talked about, you know, going on the, the development journey and everything like that, 
a big piece of that was becoming self-aware. Because when you have always dealt with these issues of being overweight, using food as a drug, hating what you look like, you're really not self-aware. I promise that you're not. And because if you're self-aware, you wouldn't be doing some of the shit that you're doing, basically. So when she said that, I thought, wow, I've actually come a long way. Like, and other people that are at that level, like, can see that. So it made me realize, you know, there's a lot of parallels as I've grown my business and I have gone through my irresistible you and my weight loss journey. And I've always said there's a lot of parallels and I need to talk about that in another episode because there there really is so much. And I have felt myself kind of holding back a little bit. I have felt myself like I know you could be doing more. I know you could do better. I know you could be doing more. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And it's actually, I guess it's been hard too because I've just been in this season of work, 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 building the business, and then trying to still spend time with my family, raise my daughter, take care of Chewy, and have somewhat of a life. But I have to be honest with you, like, there's a lot of days where it's just kind of feels like survival mode. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And I'm saying all this because... My my big epiphany out of this is that I'm ready. I am finally ready. And I might cry saying this. And the, this is the third time I've said this out loud, um, what I'm about to say, and, and I've cried every single time. I'm finally ready. Even though I have worked on my mindset, my confidence, all of those things, I have stalled in my weight loss. And for me to truly be where I want to be and to reach my potential of my irresistible you potential, I guess you could say, I want to have, I, I want to get to my goal, my goal weight. The difference now is that I am not pursuing this from a place of hating myself. I am not pursuing this from a place of disgust. So when she said to me, wow, you're like the most self-aware client we've ever had, it made me realize, all right, girl, you have, you have, you have really got this other, this emotional weight under control and you're at maintenance. Let's just say you're at maintenance because you're never, ever going to stop having to work on yourself. And that's where a lot of us get messed up is we think we reach this final destination. And I'm just going to let you guys know right now that at the beginning of your journeys, there is no final destination. So take that as you will, but that's the hard truth. And if you get to a place where you think I'm never going to have to work on my emotional weight ever again, or my actual weight, you're going to be doing this, this struggle bus body shame cycle the rest of your life. So by her saying that it made me realize like, wow, I have really, mastered losing this emotional weight. I have to stay in maintenance. I have to still keep working on myself, obviously, because there's still going to be things that come up. And it made me realize, all right, Amy, like, I don't know. I can't even tell you. It just kind of like knocked me in the head. It wasn't during the call. It was after. It was actually a couple days after. And I said, oh my God. All right, Amy, this is it. It's time. There was just like this, this voice that was like, it's time. It's time. It is time for you 
to once and for all conquer the thing you have battled your entire life. And that's the physical weight. It's time. And this has been so different than any other time. And, and you're probably thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, right. You know, you've, you always talk about you yo-yo dieted your whole life and this and that. And I have. But what I'm telling you is I have basically stayed at the same weight now over a year, maybe oh, at least a year and a half. I'm like looking at the calendar, maybe a year, a year to a year and a half. I have basically stayed at the same weight, give or take. There's like the same five pounds. I, maybe I go up one, I drop two. I, that's just kind of where I've been in the past year and a half. But that coupled with what she told me is a testament to the Irresistible You program and the framework because like I said, I've kind of been half-assing a lot of it lately and that and that shows. But it tells me that the framework and the work that I've done on myself and not always using food as this crutch to deal with my my stuff, it's working. Because especially raising a two-year-old, like I, I, and I've told you guys this a million times, I honestly, the old me, the old me pre-irresistible you would have easily been up almost 300 pounds by now. And I, and I'm not just making up that number. I, I kid you not. I know without a doubt that that's where I would be right now because I had not yet learned how to deal with my stuff. So the fact that I've kind of just been in this, I've been in maintenance mode, even with my physical weight, because, and I know this, I have not been putting in the work that I know it takes to get the weight off, because the other stuff's been more important to me lately, right? And like I say all the time, it's seasons of life, right? And that season of life that I was in, I'll get to that. I'll, I'll get to the weight loss, you know? And after this call and after I, you know, was just kind of in my feelings for a day or two, it was like, I told you, this voice was like, it's time. Amy, it's time. Whew. Um, and it just, it just hit me. Like, it is time for me to finally, once and for all, lose the rest of my weight. And... I'm publicly coming on here and telling you this because I want you to know how I am approaching weight loss this time around and how much, how different this is from any other time in my life. At any other time in my life, it was from, not any time, but like probably pre-baby, not pre-baby, but pre-wedding-ish, I don't know. Most of the times in my life, minus the last time before I got pregnant, let's just say that. The, la- the time that I lost the weight right before I got pregnant, I was doing the irresistible use stuff and I was doing the weight loss stuff that's healthy and I know what works and I'm going to talk about that in a second. But before that, it was a lot of the disorder, dieting, the yo-yo, um, the gimmicks, the stuff like that. And... I am ready because this time around, I am not approaching this from a place of hating myself, a place of feeling disgust in my body, 
where I can tell you, girl, plenty of times in the past where I like looked in the mirror and I can't even believe I'm going to say this out loud. I would actually pinch and squeeze my fat rolls so hard until they turned black and blue. Can't even believe I just said that out loud. I don't think I've ever told anyone that. <laughs> I would do that because I was I hated it so much and I was so disgusted by myself that I felt like I deserved to be to hurt myself. Like what? Um I would just look in the mirror and like rip myself apart or I remember one time um you know, I had made some promise to myself that I was going to lose weight before vacation or some kind of crap. And the vacation was coming up next week. And I realized I hadn't done jack shit to lose the weight. And all of a sudden it's like 10 o'clock at night. And this is when I had my townhouse. I just decided I'm going to go run. And I wasn't a runner. I wasn't even working out at the time. And I just hauled ass around the block, almost like killed myself running out of breath as if that was going to fix something in a week. And I did it because it was hard and it was brutal. And the other times that I would lose weight, it was always be, and I always felt like I had to do it because I had this moment of like, I just couldn't stand the way I look anymore. So I had to do the diet. And it was always from a place of hating myself and hating my body, like actually hating it so much. And this time around, it was just like, I'm ready. It's time. Like, it's time. And and it's time to do this the last time. And I'm doing it from a place of knowing myself and being so effing self-aware of what triggers me, what motivates me, what doesn't motivate me, where I know I'm going to struggle. Like, I already know the cycle and I know the things that I have to look out for and And I also know how to do it in a healthy way and still live my damn life because I no longer diet. I don't diet. Like I will never, ever diet for the rest of my life. I don't believe in it. I think it's just ridiculous. But I know how to live my damn life and take care of my body and eat healthy and still eat my icing. Like I know how to do that. And... I am making this commitment to myself and to you so you guys can hold me accountable. I'm putting it out there because I want to be held accountable. I am so ready to step into, like I feel like mentally I have finally, and not that I'm there and I'm going to be there, like obviously like I said I have to keep working at it, but I feel like I have finally gotten to this place where like I said, I've really lost the emotional weight and I'm going to stay in this maintenance mode. And now because I've conquered that, it's time to lose the actual weight so that I, here, I'm going to get emotional, so that I can step into 100% the woman that I deserve to be. And the woman that I deserve to be deserves to be in the body that she wants to be in. And it's not because... I stand in the mirror and pinch my fat rolls anymore. I don't care. I don't do that stuff anymore. But it's because I know I deserve better. And it's because I want to set a better example. And, you know, I don't hate my body anymore. But there's parts of it that I don't love. 
Do you think I love having the C-section gut? No, I don't like it. But I don't dwell on it. I don't sit here and pick myself apart and call myself a piece of shit and, you know, and tell myself that my body is ruined and all this kind of nonsense. I don't do that stuff anymore. I'm basically like neutral about it. Like, yeah, I don't like that, but I know I can change it. No big deal. Right? And you don't have to love every effing part of your body. Because I don't know anyone that actually loves having fat rolls. I just don't. But if you come to a place where you're like neutral about it, and you're like, eh, yeah, that sucks, but I can fix it. And even if I don't, eh, no big deal. Right? It just feels so different this time. And so I'm putting it out here because, like I said, I want to be held accountable. And I also want you to know that whether you want to lose weight or not, it doesn't really matter. What matters is what you're ready for. And I've told you all a million times, and I'll keep saying it, I'm never going to be the coach that tells you, Just love yourself. Losing weight on purpose is bad. No, it's not bad. Because there comes a point at a certain size and a certain weight, like I've said before, you are sacrificing the quality of your life. And I'm going to ask you right now, what price are you paying by staying overweight? And for me right now, the price that I'm paying is... I just don't like the way I look right now, 100%. The price I'm paying is I don't want my daughter to look at me and ask me, well, why are you fat? You know, I don't want to, I just know that I am capable of so much more and I am worth taking better care of myself because, you know, I'm not, as in shape as I was at one point, and I want to be able to do certain things, and I just want the fucking weight off. (laughs) I just want the fucking fat off my body, and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. I want the fucking weight off my body. I don't need to justify it. You know, yeah, it's going to make me more healthy, but I'm also going to look damn good, and I look good now. Don't get me wrong, but I want to look better. And I'm sick and fucking tired of these body image coaches preaching to you guys that wanting to look a certain way is bad. It's not bad. It's bad when you approach it by by pinching and squeezing your fat until it turns black and blue. It's bad when you force yourself to do these strenuous workouts as punishment for being fat. That's bad. But when you approach this shit from, um, you know, being at a place where you're mentally strong and you've gotten rid of the, the inner bitch talk, you have gotten rid of the fat girl mentality, you have gotten rid of beating yourself up every single day for what you're eating, what you're doing, and what you look like, then you're ready. And I have to say, until you conquer this other stuff... The best diet, the best workout plan in the world isn't going to change anything. You're not going to automatically become this irresistible happy woman just because you get to your goal weight. You become an irresistible happy woman when you deal with your stuff that's going on in your mind and lose the emotional weight and get your body in check. 
that's when you reach your full potential of what it means to be irresistible. Because if you can't stand yourself now at 300 pounds and you don't actually like yourself at 300 pounds, what makes you think that when you get to 150 pounds, you're going to love the person that you are? When the new car smell goes away and the shininess of the weight loss and the compliments stop coming in about, oh my God, you look so good, girl. You're still going to be stuck with the person that you hate that's staring back at you in the mirror. And that is exactly why women lose all their weight. And then it's like, and then it's this. Oh God, look at my flabby skin. Oh my gosh, look at my stretch marks. Oh my God, look at my cellulite. Look at my saggy boobs. And it's one thing after another about picking yourself apart because it's never going to stop until you decide enough is enough and I got to lose this emotional weight and shut this inner fat girl down. Because inner fat girl will not go away just because you reach your goal weight. And that's the place I'm at right now where I've squashed all that shit. Do I still have days? Yes. I still have days and I will always have days where I have to tell her, bye Felicia. I will always have those days until the day I die. But the difference now is I have the tools and I have the skills to shut it down because I know that I'm better than that because I know what it looks like on the other side. And when you have that awareness and those tools and those resources, you're not going to stay in those dark moments of, you know, talking like crap to yourself and pinching your fat and doing all those things. That stuff's going to go away. So that's the difference. And you know, at any other time in my life too, going on a weight loss journey meant a diet. And a diet meant, all right, we're starting Monday and, you know, come Monday morning, no more cupcakes, no more fast food, no more things that you actually enjoy doing. And, you know, so between now and then, let's binge all the things that we're not going to ever be allowed to eat to the day we die. And let's clean out the, the pantry. Let's hit up the drive throughs Let's go out to dinner at all the places. And that was always the mentality. And the mentality that once Monday came, if I wasn't the perfect little perfect dieter girl, I was a piece of shit and I was worthless. If And so that meant... You got to eat salads every day and eat the yogurts and work out five days a week. And you cannot go from being a binge eater to a Instagram fitness guru overnight. And that's the thing that I have learned and I have practiced for years now. Like, I know how to lose weight. I could teach you all day long how to do it. I know how to do it. I know how to do it in a healthy way that's real, that allows me to still do every single thing that I like to do. And because of that, I I feel so good right now. Like, I feel so confident. I'm like, it's just time. And, you know, there are reasons that we also hold back on getting the weight off. And I could talk about that in another episode if you want. Let me know. Um, and for me... You know, it is kind of scary because it's been your identity for so long, right? So the other thing is when you don't work on your emotional weight, 
it takes your brain a long time to catch up to your body's changes. You know, and that's why if you've ever lost a big chunk of weight um, and you look in the mirror, you see a picture, you really don't believe it's you or you still think you look big because you've never, like, it takes time. When you have been, you know, overweight for so long, you're, I mean, you're shedding a person in some case. Like, you're shedding a person. You're shedding this big part of you that's always been there. And that's the kind of stuff that I love talking about with you guys because it's what I know. You know, I I empathize with any woman that hates her body. But at the same time, it is, I'm going to say it, it's hard for me to relate to someone that has a stereotypical quote-unquote perfect body that hates herself. That is, it's, it's, it's hard to relate to that. And for her, I know it's extremely hard to relate to the stuff that I'm talking about because we all have body image problems, but the problems that come along with being the fat girl are unique to that experience. And it's so different, so different. And that's the stuff I love talking about. And I'm going to chronicle this stuff with you. I'm going to be, you know, talking more about this on the podcast, on the blog, on Instagram, you know, if you're not following me on Instagram, please do at Irresistible Icing because that's where I share like everyday stuff. Like what's going on behind the scenes? What's my daughter up to? What am I eating? And I'll be sharing more stuff on there as it relates to, well, what are you doing to lose the weight? Because it's probably not what you're thinking. <laughs> um, I don't diet. I don't do it. I don't diet. You know, I don't restrict, oh, you can't have this, you can't have that. I'm not doing any of that kind of stuff. So I'll start talking more about that um, as well. But yeah, you guys, like, I just feel like I can't, I don't know how else to say it. I'm ready. I'm just ready. I'm done physically being in this, in this body. I'm done. I'm done with the fat rolls. I'm, I'm just done. I'm just done. Because I, you know, it's, it's brings up the question, if not now, when? When <laughs> I'm 37, I'm 37 years old. I'll be 38 in July, you know, and I refuse to spend the second chapter of my life turning 40 going through the same bullshit. You know, I've spent most of my 30s conquering this emotional weight stuff. And, you know, getting pregnant kind of derailed my weight journey. And now it's time. Like, I want to be in the best shape that I can be in. Like, I want to be that family that's, like, fit and goes out and is, like, running around and healthy. And, you know, and let me just say this, because some of you might be thinking this. I don't aspire to be skinny (laughs) at all. I do not aspire to be thin I am a curvy girl. I have thick legs. I have big hips and boobs. And that's not going anywhere. And I actually don't want it to go anywhere. I want to tone that mess up. I want to tone it up. I want to get that waist snatched. You know, I naturally have a hourglass curvy body. And I love that. Like, I... There was a time in my life where I hated the fact that I had those curves. 
because it made me look older when I was like a teenager, you know, and it made men look, it, it just, I had a lot of stuff around that. Um, and I hated it, but I love my body shape. Like I, I love it. I love being curvy. I love being like thick and I just want the fat off. I just want the fat gone. You know, I, I want to have my big legs and my wide hips and get my, get my waist smaller. I want that. I deserve that. And I want to say to you that if you are in a body that you don't like, why don't you like it? Ask yourself, why don't you like it? What is it about your body that you don't like? Um, you know, because a lot of times it's not just your body that you don't like. There's something else going on. And if you're in a body that you don't like, you've got a lot of work to do. And I'm going to tell you, you've got a lot of work to do. If it was as easy as eat less, move more, we'd all be, we'd all be at our goal, right? So it's, it's more complicated than that. And that's what I'm here for. I am here to help you navigate the emotional weight stuff. You know, how do you get to a place where you feel confident in your own skin? You love yourself. You aren't beating yourself up over the weight. How do you get to that place? And it's 100% possible, you know. But if you truly do not like your body, you are overweight, it is affecting the way you're living, then I'm going to be real with you and tell you, you got to do something about it. Yes, you have to lose the emotional weight, but you also have to lose the, the weight weight. <laughs> you got to lose it. You, you do because it's not healthy. And it's, and it's, you know, why are you letting yourself stay in the state that you're in right now? And I'll tell you straight up, like I've been, like I said earlier, I've been in maintenance mode basically, and I'm not giving it all. I'm not giving it my all. And that was that parallel with my business. It was like, oh my God, I am not actually giving my business 110% of me. And I'm not giving me 110%. I don't do 100. I do 110. And I'm not even giving 100. I'll be real with you. And I don't... I'm capable of more and I, and I'm just ready. Like there's no other way for me to say it other than I am ready. I am just so ready to get this weight off. Um, yeah. So I hope this episode was helpful. I feel like it was a little like long winded and rambly and, um, you know, you guys know I always curse here and there, but I think I was a little more colorful than usual because I get really pumped up about this kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm putting my money where my mouth is and I'm getting this weight off and, and it's, and it's going to happen this time. Like, this is it. Like my next biggest goal is to get back to Wonderland. And for those that don't know, Wonderland is getting out of the two hundreds and hitting that 199. And that's my next biggest goal. And I'm like 15 pounds away, 15 pounds. Like, come on, that is so obtainable. And, and that's the thing. And we'll talk about this too. Oh my gosh. I like so many episode ideas you have to look at it as these like small realistic goals. And so, you know, ultimately I have about 60 to 70 pounds to lose. That's a lot of weight on top of what I've already lost. Cause I'm already down. I'm like 215 right now. I was 270 when I gave birth to my daughter. So do the math. I'm not good at math. It's like 45, 50. I don't know. 40, I don't know. I'm bad at math. I'm good at letters. <laughs> um, 
So I have a lot more to go, but I don't look at it that way. Like, oh my God, I have so far to go. It's like, all right, let's get to Wonderland. And when I see that one, nine, nine point, whatever it's going to be, you guys, that's it. I'm never leaving Wonderland. Mark my words. I will not leave Wonderland ever again. So it's like losing that weight. Like when I see that scale change, it's gone. And, you know, whatever, I don't necessarily have a goal weight that I'm trying to get to. I have a goal size and look and feel. Does that make sense? Like I know how I want to look. And I know how I want to feel. And the number really doesn't matter other than I just, I don't want to be over 200 pounds. Like once I hit over 200 pounds, it's, it's not good for me and it's not healthy. I'm, sh- I'm like really short. Um, but I just don't like being that. I just don't like being over 200 pounds. So, you know, in, in some of my, like, some of the times that I feel like I looked the best weight wise, I was like 170, 180. So for someone else, that's like really big. But for me, especially with working out, I put on a lot of muscle. I'm just a naturally curvy, thick girl. So I'm going to carry a lot of weight and I can carry a lot of weight. And you're like, oh, wow. You know, so, um, you know, my first goal is let's just get to Wonderland and then we see what happens from there. You know, it's not about, I'm not going to sit here and cry about, oh, I have to be 150 and I don't care about that. I, I really don't. And that's that's the work I've done. I don't care. I've let that go. I've like let it go that I just know how I want to look and feel. So this episode, like I said, is super long. Um, I hope you got something out of it because it was a lot of me just like blah, 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 blah. Um, but basically, you have to approach weight loss from a place of self-love and not self-hate because as long as you keep approaching weight weight loss from a place of I hate my body I'm so gross I'm so disgusting I'm so fat you're never gonna accomplish what you need to accomplish you might lose the weight but it's gonna come back on just like it did for me years and years ago and that's why I know now like I have not put the weight back on I haven't gone back up to 270 haven't like I have basically stayed like I said I've been between 215 to 220 for about a year and I'm just over it like I'm over the 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 back and forth you know I just I want to reach my goal I just want to reach my goal um and I want to feel better so understand that all the years that you have wasted with the the hating yourself, talking shit to yourself, beating yourself up, pinching your fat rolls, going on these god-awful diets that restrict every single thing there is to enjoy in life, and you, and you have a panic attack every time you get asked to go out to dinner. Has any of that, how's that working for you? How is that, like Dr. Phil, how's that working for you? It's not, because if it was working, you wouldn't be where you're at right now. So what if instead you spent your time figuring out what are my triggers? Who and what triggers me to want to eat? Because there's people, situations, and things that trigger you, feelings that trigger you to want to eat. And that's the thing. Why am I eating emotionally? Why am I binge eating? What are my triggers? And your triggers 
can be those things that I just said, but it's also, you know, what was I told as a kid or a teenager about my body? Whether you were told directly or you were told through the media or you were told, you heard your, your mom or your aunt or your grandma talking to someone else about another woman, we've heard things and we've seen things that have molded the way that we look at food and look at our body. And until you break that stuff down and and actually realize that that is the rules that are driving you to do what you're doing, you're going to stay on this cycle the rest of your life until you say enough is enough. And it's hard and it's painful and it's not easy. And that's the thing is you have to get over the fact that it's not easy. The concept is simple because the thing like your doctor keeps saying, eat less, move more, That's it. That's how you lose the weight. But you can't just eat less, move more if you haven't lost the emotional weight. Because the minute things go south, the minute you get laid off, the minute somebody dies, the minute that your feelings get hurt and your heart gets broken, guess what you do? Let me order takeout. Let me hit up drive-thru. Let me get the ice cream. You're going to binge and binge and binge and binge because you don't want to feel the pain that is part of our experience in life. And that's the part of life that sucks the most. There's going to be things that hurt, that break your heart and break your spirit. And if you, and that's not going to stop. No matter what what journey you go on, that part won't stop. What has to stop or what will stop for you is when you decide to take control and stop being a victim of all your circumstances and start taking responsibility and ownership over how you deal with those things. And that's what I help women do. And I can help you do it too. So keep listening. Keep coming back. Keep coming into the free Facebook group. And we're all going to get there together. Like, if you're ready to go on this journey, girl, let's go. Like, I'm here with you. I, um, you know, am going to show you what I'm doing. I'm going to, you know, and for me, I'm going to talk more about just the stuff that goes on in our heads that a lot of people don't talk about because it's not just green smoothies and um, better choices. Oh, Lord, there's so much more than that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, again, I know I keep wrapping this up, but then I keep blabbing on. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to wrap it up for real this time. If this episode was awesome and it helped you, please share it with someone else. Please go and leave a rating and review on iTunes. I need more women to see this. I need more women to hear these messages because knowing that you aren't alone is one of the first steps to getting this stuff and squashing these issues. So go out and share it. Leave a review. Uh, Hit me up on Instagram at IrresistibleIcing. And um, you can follow me there. And make sure to visit IrresistibleIcing.com. That's my website. That's like the hub where you can find everything, all the podcast episodes, the blog posts, my journal, all that good stuff. So, all right, guys, have an amazing day. Stay irresistible, and we will talk soon.